David Bond Reflections for Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. Imitation is the best form of discipleship. We also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the Word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the Word of men, but as what it really is, the Word of God, which is at work in you believers. For you brothers became imitators of the churches of God in Christ Jesus that are in Judea. For you suffered the same things from your own countrymen as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and the prophets, and drove us out, and displeased God, and opposed all mankind by hindering us from speaking to the Gentiles that they might be saved, so as always to fill up the measure of their sins. But wrath has come upon them at last. But since we were torn away from you, brothers, for a short time, in person, not in heart, we endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face, because we wanted to come to you. I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of boasting before the Lord Jesus at his coming? Is it not you? For you are our glory and joy. First Thessalonians 2, 13 to 20. I learned photography from my friend Jerry. He had a friend, Tim, who was also a photographer. He was a year ahead of us in school and quite accomplished. He regularly had photos published in the local newspaper and once rigged up an enlarger in his basement, bought a giant sheet of photo paper and made a very large print. I even got to help with that project. Cool. But one time I did something that was not cool. I'd been assigned to take a photo of the SEMO University cheerleaders. Tim had also had the same assignment from a different publisher. He had been there first and had lined up the cheerleaders in a very pleasing arrangement and taken the photo from atop the bleachers. It seemed like such a great setup. I simply stepped in after him and took my own photo from the same vantage point with the cheerleaders in the same pose. That was not a good idea. Don't you ever steal my setup again, was his simple and direct comment to me afterwards. Sometimes imitation is the best form of flattery, but in this case, it was not flattery. It amounted to infringing upon his artistic creation. In the case of the Christian walk, however, imitation is the best form of discipleship. When you see someone living out their faith with integrity, imitating their form of life is a very good thing to do. Paul even here calls the Thessalonians to imitate the churches in Judea. They were an example of faithfulness, discipleship, prayer, and missional focus. It seems likely to me that Paul would have been alluding to the church in Antioch, which had sent him out on his first missionary journey. They had also suffered for the sake of the gospel. But rather than turning away from the message of Jesus or abandoning their strong missional identity, they continued to support Paul in his work and sent him on three separate missionary journeys. That's an example worth following. During the past 18 months, Diane and I have had the opportunity to visit a number of different churches. I've noted some of the very excellent things these churches do for the sake of God's kingdom. Whenever I can tell others of these practices and efforts, I do so. 
strong and ongoing missional trip support year after year, hospitality that is obvious and genuine, commitment to excellence and facility care and worship experience, discipleship programs that truly engage people in daily discipleship practices. These are modern-day examples. They are worthy of imitation. That's not theological or spiritual infringement. In fact, whenever we can, we ought to invite others to imitate our faith and way of life. You say you've got some failures, sin, and missteps in your walk with Jesus? So does everyone else. Lead by example of contrition, repentance, and a renewed commitment to live out the truth that God has revealed to us. He will come for his own, and we will be eternally happy because of his great love and merciful redemption. Perhaps our example will embolden others to follow that path of faithfulness as well. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come. And let the one who hears say, Come. And let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. Revelation 22, 17-21